Aloha, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name's uh, Alex Clark. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm Doug. I'm Doug Gobeski. That's lame. All right, we can start again. I I I chose a different name. (laughs) (laughs) You guys weren't listening, were you? People will (laughs) never know who we are talking about. People will never understand who's talking if you don't use the right names. I assume by episode 48, like we're on, that they'll already know. What if episode 48 is their first episode? I do not believe in the Stan Lee approach to podcasts. <laughs> Fine. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the uh, Gobeski Report. My name is Adam Gobeski. Wait a second. <laughs> My name what? is Charlie Wallace. I, I used to have a uh, a co-title there. A co-title? Yeah. I'm the second half of the title of the podcast. Where'd that go? Your report? Let's let's just move on. I think we spent <laughs> enough time on this intro. <laughs> no, no. We need we need to do this right. We need to delve into this. That's right. Try one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the noise did come through? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> Woohoo! So if I were to have introduced that, I would have said, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. No one cares. I say we just move on at this point. I don't know what you're gesturing at me. I'm telling you to do the intro. Okay. Stop sucking. I'm not sucking. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Brianne Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. I'm Doug Gobeski. And I'm special guest Adam Gobeski. We should get Brianna to do it every time. That went off pretty well. <laughs> it's uh, it's nice to podcast again. I I missed it. What was the last one that we recorded? Uh, the one with uh, the after hours. Oh yeah, the Michigan Beer Show. Yes. The yeah. jumbo edition. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yes, the two-parter that, as of this recording, part two I assume has not been touched. That's correct. And now we have to make the decision whether this one is more important or that one. Uh, why can't you just take seven hours and record or edit the damn thing? I should be able to do some tomorrow. I assume you just sit in your office at work editing podcasts. I spend five minutes a day, the first five minutes of work, editing about 30 seconds of the podcast. See, if you did 10 minutes a day, you could get a minute done. It would <laughs> only take you two months. Oh, I understand why these take so long. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I miss I miss podcasts. I do, too. Par- partly because I uh, got through all the ones we've released and working out, and now I'm just sort of randomly selecting ones I think will be entertaining slash the length I want to work out. You don't start listening to someone else's podcast? There's lots to choose from. Uh, I have actually started a new one, but the problem is that I haven't worked out a good way to download them straight to my phone. I instead have this weird thing where I have to download it to my computer, put the micro SD card into my computer, and transfer the files, and it's sort of a pain. Yeah, that's what I used to have to do. What changed? I, I'm just using an iPhone. Gradually, it got better and better so that it realized that, hey, maybe people actually want to do this without connecting their smartphone to their computer in some way or other. Well, I have the other irritating thing about the Android is that if you don't babysit a download, it fails. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like, if the phone goes into sleep mode and you're, like, three seconds away from downloading complete, it's like, nope, failed. Oh, and then you have to start over again? Or can you... Yes. Wow. 
No, you have to start over. That is bizarre. Is there not some sort of setting you can change to fix that? There probably is, but, you know, it's it's an Android, so it's not user-friendly like an Apple product is. Oh, really? Couldn't you fix that problem if you made, you know, an effort? I guess I could. (laughs) I'd rather just complain (laughs) about it, though. It's the American way. Hey, if they wanted him to do it right, then they should have made a better product. Speaking of better products, you know what you should not try? What's that? Mango salsa Lay's potato chips. They are not that bad. It was awful. So you know how they, last year, they had the, like, vote on these three flavors? Sure. Okay, well, this year, it's vote on these four flavors, and one of them is mango salsa, and it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. I found it quite good. I had to take extreme remedies to get the taste out of my mouth. You had to scrape your tongue? Well, I ate peanuts to mask the flavor. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not too bad. I believe his actions were his hands waving in front of his mouth going, ew, 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 it's still there. Get it out. Get it out. (laughs) And if that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. Are these supplanting the flavors that they made last year? Or are they going to keep those? I think in theory this is a new flavor. Although as far as I can tell, all four flavors are weird and awful. (laughs) I've only tried one, but that's because I don't want to try cheddar bacon mac and cheese or cappuccino flavored potato chips. Or wasabi ginger. Don't That's probably that the most reasonable sounding one. Yeah, wasabi ginger, I can I can imagine it being okay. I mean, it depends how they do it. But what was this, the first one? Bacon, mac, and cheese? Cheddar, cheddar, bacon, mac, and cheese. It sounds like it sounds like too much. I thought I might like mango salsa because, you know, I like mango. I like salsa. But I don't like mango salsa on a potato chip. I don't know why it was called mango salsa. There was really just a mango potato flavored potato chip. Oh, there's no salsa in it? Uh, not really. Not, not, not in the taste I got. I just got mango. But it was definitely mango. Not just sweet. Mango. Yeah. It was a no-go. Mango salsa. Salsa sold separately. Yeah, maybe you're supposed to dip it in salsa to get the full effect. There's instructions on the back of the bag telling you how you're supposed to eat it. Here's a question. Have you ever actually had real mango salsa? Mm, no. Oh, real mango salsa is good. Does yes, it taste it like a mango? And nothing else? Sometimes. Then that's <laughs> not like I, nothing else. And I submit to you that that's bad mango salsa. <laughs> Why don't I just dip my dip my tortilla chips directly into a hollowed out mango? That sounds delicious. <laughs> it sounds how oh, I make mango salsa. Just take a mango, stick it in a blender. There you go. <laughs> you fish out all the skin. And now I know why Cara does the cooking in your house. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we all here today? To do a podcast. Okay. Duh, Charlie. Why Why don't you know this? <laughs> I just turned on my microphone and you guys ambushed me. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just wondering if there was something that perhaps we all did earlier today or perhaps yesterday or the evening of the day before. Are, are you talking about going to the bathroom? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let, let's do the bowel movement update. <laughs> let's give the theme for that. <laughs> I've got a little bit of turbulence, but I'm hoping it'll subside. <laughs> Is it potato chip related? Uh, I think it might be Chick-fil-A related. I'm not sure. It's either Chick... Actually, it might be coffee plus Chick-fil-A. I am not giving an update. I assume this will go on the tag show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put Brian down as uh, same as usual. <laughs> Free and easy over here. 
<laughs> no fuss, no muss. Mm-hmm. The last time I used the restroom was at the movie theater right after I saw the movie <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, which opened this weekend. Oh, you saw that movie this weekend? I saw that movie this weekend. Oh, no kidding? What a coincidence. Yeah. No, I refuse to let that be the segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's up to you. All right. So, I brought us here today so that we could talk about this new movie that came out called Guardians of the Galaxy. They got a little intense at the end, by the way. Yeah, because I moved closer to the mic. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> I want to make sure the mic picked that up. As if there, there were any a... chance it didn't pick it up. Is that what you wanted? You told me to no, do it again. I wanted it farther away, where it's less annoying. You're just beating the mic with it now? <laughs> <laughs> this will also go on the tag show. You're going to have more material in the tag show than you are in the actual podcast. I assume the tag show will last for four uh, uh, episodes. <laughs> yeah. Part one. At part least two. 30 minutes of the... Tag show is going to have pen clicks. <laughs> no, so uh, I thought since new Marvel movie was coming out that we could uh, watch it and then discuss it. And maybe actually also do some discussion of the comics that inspired it. Since for once, I think we're somewhat conversant with the source material. Somewhat. Somewhat. Basically, my I'm familiar with it as far as Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> I think, and some discussion from you guys. Beyond that, I don't know anything. So you are aware it exists. Yes. It's all canon as far as I know. <laughs> well, I think they uh, actually said that the the movies are their own universe. So, you know, like, so how the main comic universe is Marvel 616. I think the cinematic universe is something different. Kind of like so, how so... there's the Ultimates universe. Exactly. So let's I get I guess let's start and talk about what you guys thought of Guardians of the Galaxy the movie. Wait, wait, a... wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. What? So I think we should do what we always do in the theater, which is talk about the previews for the movie first. Oh, just yeah, briefly. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll give a our traditional thumbs up, thumbs down, or th- thumbs going to the side. <laughs> some some degree of thumbitude. So at any point, if you had different previews just okay bring those up i wrote down four that i remember though all right what previews did we see there was uh macgyver <laughs> what the one, with, the one with jeff bridges right as far as i could tell they said he was macgyver i did not get that one except they were uh, pronouncing it mcgiver but even so i didn't get that one i don't know what you're talking about oh did you not get a preview for the giver no i didn't oh so that joke really fell flat for you. <laughs> Charlie, why don't you start? One of the first uh, previews I saw was Big Hero 6, which I had never seen before. Um, and I have no idea what it is. It just seemed like a weird balloon character. It's a Disney superhero. Uh, so it's completely original. Uh, I believe it's based on a Marvel comic book. Oh, okay. Sort of. That's what it seemed like it was. It seemed like it might have been based on something. Yeah, the part where it said something like, based on the Marvel comic book, kind of clued me in. Oh, well. But that was text. You have to be able to read to have known that. <laughs> I don't go to the movies to read. <laughs> did, did you just call Charlie illiterate? <laughs> or lazy. I'll admit to that one. Just generally awful. 
Anyway, I'm giving that preview a thumbs sideways. The entire preview relied on the comic relief of the big balloon guy. It could be good. It could be bad. I don't know. I would give that a thumbs at the 45 degree towards up. Oh, so we've just added, well, essentially two more ratings. That's fine. I guess it always has been a continuum. Exactly. It's an analog <laughs> rating system. I'll give it a thumb sideways. The The audience laughed at the trailer, but as far as what I'm going to get out of the movie, well, I'll probably never actually go see it. Brand? I think I'll do a thumbs at the 45 up. I think it looks adorable. I think it'll be a good kids movie. Speaking of adorable, all of... <laughs> I think I must have gone to, like, matinee show or something where they were showing different previews, or maybe just because it wasn't IMAX and it wasn't 3D that I watched this in, but every single one of the previews I had were children's movies. That was not the case for us. Was it the case for you, Doug? Um, No, I think it was about a mix for me. What was your preview, Doug? What preview do you want to throw out there? Uh, The Giver. See, he would have gotten the joke. (laughs) If he had been in the room when you told it. Uh, I will abstain not having seen that trailer at all. Oh, man, it pains me to say this, but I got to give it thumbs down. I hated the book when I read it as a kid, and this looks like it's better than the book, but at the same time, it just feel it just felt like it's going to be a very derivative movie. Like, you know, if I want to watch this movie, I should just go watch Divergent or Hunger Games instead. I'm going to give it a thumbs sideways because I actually also read the book and loved it as a kid but I don't remember it being an action book. I'm not quite sure how this is going to relate, so I'm going to go thumb sideways. I'm going to give it seven thumbs up. I think it's about time we had a MacGyver movie. (laughs) And And I think the idea of having the dude as MacGyver is an interesting fusion. And I also thought that it was quite interesting how the old MacGyver was training the new MacGyver to see the world in color. (laughs) <laughs> because the old MacGyver worked in black and white, much like when the original series was on in the 1930s, as my understanding. That sounds very reasonable to me. Citation needed. <laughs> All right, so then a movie trailer that we saw was a kid's movie. Well, maybe as a family movie. But it was for Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Oh, yeah, I saw that one, too. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which I thought was a, I mean, maybe I don't remember, but I thought the book wasn't very long. Like it was a kid's book. It is. As opposed to, as opposed to like a young adult book. I assume that there's a lot of extrapolation going on in this, uh, <laughs> in this story. But uh, it did have the childish Gambino, so obviously that gets you a thumb. <laughs> I did appreciate seeing him in the, in the trailer. It gave it extra points. Uh, I guess I don't remember much about the story other than that Alexander had a bad day and this seemed like everyone was having a bad day and yeah the story and, was and ruining lives <laughs> yeah I, I think the story was just a kid being grumpy and not having a good day and I'm not even sure you saw the rest of his family necessarily saw their feet or their hands yeah like you didn't really see them you just saw him and this is just everybody in the family ends up having the worst day ever. So the beginning of the trailer, I would give a thumbs down because it seemed kind of silly, you know, to have Steve Carell, for instance, in the movie, but not really use him at all. And then suddenly (laughs) when I realized that, oh, the entire family is having a bad day, I would give it a, I would actually give it a 45 degree upward. I think it has potential to be a fun movie. If not for Steve Carell, maybe I'd give another 45 degrees farther downward. 
I assume this is from the Walter Mitty school of extrapolation. So, you know, because Walter Mitty, because Walter Mitty's like four pages long, and then they made oh, a yes. two-hour movie out of it. <laughs> but at least it was, it was a short story, but it was a short story for adults. <laughs> <laughs> True. And again, so, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Didn't really have a story exactly in the and children's got, book, and, was, and they got two movies out of that. That's one. right, they did. So anyway, uh, thumb sideways on Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad gulag. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. This is a story about Solzhenitsyn. Am I am I wrong? I think I'd have to give it a forty-five up um, as a kids' movie. I feel like this is Alexander gets revenge on his family, so it's like the sequel to the book. Because in the book, he has the bad day, and then he does this whole soapbox where he says, well, this is how all of my days are. And I feel like he's ex- giving his family bad days, too, as revenge. So I'm curious to see this revenge plot, so I'll give it a 45 degrees up. Did you guys watch the same trailer as me? What? Possibly not. What did you see? It just looked like, here's a kid who's always got bad days, you know, his life is kind of disappointing, and... You know, all of his family members' lives are just super awesome and stuff. And then you reach a day where all of them have a just really super terrible day. And he's like, well, now you know how it feels to be me. That's the revenge plot. It's not revenge. <laughs> Subconsciously. He's not even realized he's, he's doing it. It's so- schadenfreude is not a form of revenge. He could have wished upon a star or something, and they just decided not to show it in the preview. So, like, if you actually watch the movie, you see him bribe the driving instructor beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If they did that, that'd go thumbs up. (laughs) So to be serious for a moment, like when they got to the point in the trailer where they showed him giving the speech about how life sucks sometimes and you just got to roll with the punches or whatever. Like, part of me was like, did I just basically see the end of the movie here? Is that like the emotional moral of the story, and then it was just like ten minutes of wrap up? Oh yeah, I think I think so. But it tends not to matter for family movies where you're looking for a family movie and like, oh, this is the one that's out. Let's go see that. I guess I guess it's not as bad as Quarantine, which which literally has the final shot of the movie in the trailer, <laughs> and and as the poster. I thought that was also on the TV ads too. Yes. Yes. Because I distinctly recall seeing the that shot. It's like, oh, I guess I don't need to see this movie. But anyway, I'm going to give it a thumb sideways, mostly because of the presence of Steve Carell. Without him, it would probably be thumbs down. All right, Charlie. The next preview I saw was for a movie I'd never heard of, which has a great title, and it's called Box Trolls. (laughs) Uh, Did not see that. Oh, I think I saw that preview like months ago. Yeah, I think it looks But Yeah, I know which movie you're talking about. I almost want to say that I saw the preview for that in front of Edge of Tomorrow. No, oddly yeah, enough. that that might be right. Yeah. But I did not get that preview today. Nor did I. It's about a group of trolls who live underground, and they have boxes to conceal themselves, I guess. So if somebody catches them by surprise, then they just go into their box. And they adopt a human boy. And then... so, so like Solid Snake? Yes, like Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> a Metal Gear Solid movie, finally! <laughs> I actually just bought this game called Divinity Original Sin for the PC, which is kind of like a um, Baldur's Gate type RPG game. Uh oh, don't tell Doug. <laughs> when you're in sneak mode for that game, it's, you're literally in a just like gigantic rock. 
that's like 10 times your size. Have I told Charlie my story about Baldur's Gate? I don't know if you've told the podcast your story about the Baldur's Gate. And so. how I'm deathly afraid of it. No, go for it. I bought it roughly around the time when it came out, maybe within a year. Got it home, started playing it, having a lot of fun, started feeling not too good. Ended up having to be taken to the ready med with an excruciatingly painful ear infection. You know, like needed antibiotics and stuff. So I'm like, okay, all right. A week or two later, I'm, I'm all healed up from that. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give this game another try. Start playing it for a few hours, you know. Start feeling miserable. And I come down with a cold. And I haven't played the game since because I'm definitely afraid that if I do, I'm going to die. <laughs> To be fair, I didn't know you had this association. So when I bought you Baldur's Gate 2, that wasn't to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, here, I... Doug, I got you Baldur's Gate 2. And you were like, ah. <laughs> I don't think I even installed that. I don't think you did either. I assumed the story was going to go the way of, yeah, I sat down to play it. And then suddenly it was 20 hours later and I had stopped. But no, your story's way better. That's my Monkey Island 2 story. <laughs> Where I got Monkey Island 2 for Christmas once. And I played it for probably a couple hours, probably about 11 o'clock. I was like, oh, I'll play for another like half an hour and go to bed. And then four hours later, the end credits were rolling. <laughs> and, it was, and it was 3 a.m. And I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta go to bed. It was like Christmas in the evening. <laughs> so anyway, box trolls. Yeah, it seemed very like a very typical story, but they named a couple other like reasonably good movies that the same studio had done. So oh, uh, Coraline. Oh yeah, Coraline was one of them. And was Frankenweenie the other one? Uh, Paranorman. Oh Paranorman. okay. And Paranorman was actually pretty good too. I was surprised that was at that one. one. So just based on that, I'm giving it a sideways thumb. It would have been down thumb down, but just because of the the association with those two other movies. I think I'm at a 45 degrees down. Mm. It didn't have that spark for me that made me interested to see it. I'm willing to wait for reviews based on the studio's previous uh, work. Like Adam, I'm also not interested in the plight of orphan children, so I'm <laughs> going to have to go thumbs down. Well, you're, you're really not going to like the next preview I bring up then. <laughs> oh, no. I wonder what that is. <laughs> no, to be serious, I... I can't bring myself to do you guys' 45-degree thing, but I think I'm going to go with thumbs up. Like, tentative, but thumbs up. That sounds like a 45-degree up. Just succumb. Nope. I, I give your 45-degree up thumb idea a 45-degrees down thumb. Well, I give you a thumb up your... And I think it's my turn to do... Nobody will fit up my nostrils. That'd be really painful. So I would give it a thumb sideways. Because... Dun, 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 Ow! <laughs> Wait, so if I had slapped you, we wouldn't have had to do that for a day and a half after we were living together in the dorms? It was a good day and a half. <laughs> Why you did that theme song for a day and a half? Yeah, playing well, the computer. Yeah, I found a Flash video that looped continuously. Oh, dear God. But it only played that part. It didn't get to the bridge or the verse or whatever. The, the part that isn't that is. Yeah, I'll, I'll abbreviate the story because I'm pretty sure we've told it before, but it just ended up being a draw because Adam at one point, I think, turned on the volume, 
Was that no, it? No, no, no. No, I turned up other music louder than it. Oh, yeah, and we couldn't decide whether that was cheating or not. You were like, ha, I win. And I was like, nope, pause, and it was still playing. And you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> so Box Trolls was one of only two trailers I saw did, with did you, an animal you... urinating. All right, Doug's turn for a trailer. Urination of animals will have to wait for Charlie's next go-around. Yes, and the orphan one. Okay. My last two. Hmm, you have... saw a trailer where animals what? urinate on orphans? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. That wasn't so clear. But there was okay. one that definitely had an orphan and another one that had an animal urinating. Okay, well, I will not go with either one of those and instead go with Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen the, what would, what would you call it, prequel? I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the version of Dumb and well, Dumb and Dumberer where it's not actually Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone counts that as canon. That's the um, X Men Three of the Dumb and Dumber movies. Okay, I think I'm gonna have to go with a thumbs up. I mean, it looked like it would be terribly stupid, but let's be fair, Dumb and Dumber's terribly stupid, but that's the whole point. So thumbs up. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you there. Maybe a 45 degree up. Like, originally when I saw the trailer, which was back when it first came out, I thought it was like, yeah, this looks ridiculously stupid. I don't think the jokes are going to be as funny as the original. And then Carl was like, well, let's take a look at the trailer for the original movie. And that was equally as bad. So, yeah, I'd probably go 45 degrees up just because I would. It's, it's the Fairley Brothers again, right? I assume. I assume. I'm going thumbs down. I, I guess I didn't. I don't remember the original movie's trailer, but uh, this trailer was awful. Like, it was full of jokes that were not funny, and some, in fact, were very disturbing, and not the funny kind of disturbing, just the uh, that's gross kind of disturbing. Yeah, like I'm pulling out someone's catheter disturbing. You didn't think like, that was hilarious? Like, like I'm fingering an old lady disturbing. Wait, did that happen in your Wait. trailer? Yes. <laughs> did you not see that? Oh my god, that was horrible. Oh wait, I the once... original trailer I saw, yes it I... did, but I think I saw that one again today, and uh, <laughs> it did not have that one in this one, which kind of leads more towards the kids' theme again, I guess. Although they still had the catheter joke. We had a theater full of kids who saw uh, a woman, an old woman's hoo-ha described as a turkey <laughs> with giblets inside. And her getting... Uh... Getting very excited about this guy with his hand. Uh, no thank you. I was fortunate enough not to see that portion. And based on that part of the preview alone, I'm going thumbs down. Because I don't think 20 years later, the jokes are going to be as funny. And it's only really going to be geared towards the generation that saw it. To be honest, if they hadn't included that scene, I might have gone thumbs sideways. But that just killed it. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, no thank you. yeah. Now that I remember that, I'm changing my writing to another 45 degrees down. Sideways. I would like to give my rating of your trailer for the trailer a thumbs down. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Your description of the trailer, basically. Thumbs down you, to that. You disliked my description, or you disliked the movie that I was describing? Well, it's, it's, like, our, it's like our normal system, whereas knowing what we know about the information given, would we see the movie? Okay. The answer is, based on what you said, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. So we saw Alexander and the Gulag, Dumb and Dumber Sucks, and MacGyver. 
And then we also saw a trailer called The November Man. I've never even heard of that. I had not heard of it until this trailer, but it stars Pierce Brosnan as, I believe, an assassin, not a secret agent. But he is, as far as I could tell, he was Jason Bourne, but not superpowered. But he's an assassin who is being hunted by other, by his former co-workers, compatriots. I don't know. Protégé. It was his protégé. Yes. Uh, I would give that a 45 degrees up. I'm willing to see fake James Bond movies. For myself, I'd say, yeah. We'll give it a tentative thumbs up. I think uh, Pierce Brosnan can still probably be entertaining murdering people. So He was good in Taffin. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one with the chemical company? Yes. That movie was terrible. But he was good. <laughs> True. He elevates the experience. I feel like the only one of those uh, low-budget movies with Pierce Brosnan that we all watched together that was any good was uh, Detonator. And that's a made-for-TV movie, technically. <laughs> Still better than Detonator 2 and Taffin. I think there was something like a USA Network original. <laughs> uh, based on your description, I will give it a thumbs 45 degree up. Just because, yeah, I like Pierce Brosnan basically everything I see him in, whether or not I like the movie itself. Yeah, I guess it wasn't Thomas Crown 2, but... Yeah. <laughs> for for Charlie's sake, it basically looked like uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan sees some woman who's about to be assassinated, and he stops the assassination, and so now his old organization of assassins is coming after him, too. Although, so he can to we... keep himself and the lady alive. Can we talk a minute about the setup for the title at the oh, beginning of the yeah. trailer? That's exactly that. what I was going to bring up with my writing too. i was totally okay. confused i was totally confused let, let brianne go then let, let okay. brianne go. well i was gonna say i was gonna give it a 45 degrees sideways up i'm gonna probably go flat uh over to the side because the whole reason behind calling him the november man was because no one's ever left alive when he's done yeah after he comes through <laughs> everything's dead I- I don't understand oh. how that relates to November. Because it's the beginning of winter. It's because she's from the she's from the Southwest. She doesn't know what winter is. <laughs> no, see that would mean he'd be the February man. What? In Arizona, you really don't get winter until about January, February. Well, clearly even, this movie is not marketed towards Arizona audiences. Even for me, a Midwesterner, like my first thought was, does Christmas not happen after? <laughs> like, like after he's through, does everyone get presents? <laughs> yeah, you have to loot them off the dead bodies, though. So let's go to the second animal urinating movie, which was Night at the Museum, colon, Secret of the Tomb, which I guess is the third Night at the Museum movie. Yes, because I know we were all eager for a third installment <laughs> of Ben Stiller's misadventures in a museum. I didn't see the, the uh, I didn't see the trailer, so I don't know. But I assume it's a new museum. It's not the Smithsonian or whatever the first one was. Yeah. So highlights of the trailer is Ben Kingsley as like a pharaoh, insisting that uh, Ben Stiller kiss his staff. At which point he <laughs> says, "Do I have to?" or something along those lines. Is or that, I'd rather not. Is that is that not from the first one? <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> it was in the trailer. I, like I remember that. And then at some point during the trailer. <laughs> I, th- I think this is literally the line. He says, I guess we're going to England. London. <laughs> oh, London. That's right. <laughs> so he puts a bunch <laughs> of the characters in like a box and ships them to London. And then they have their adventure there. 
And then I guess two of the miniature characters, which was Owen Wilson and I don't remember who the other small character is. Uh, Robin Williams? No. No, he wasn't small. I, I can't remember if uh, Teddy Roosevelt was miniaturized or not. He was not. In any case, they get trapped in Pompeii and there's lava. And the way they get out of it is the monkey starts peeing on them. That was the end of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> And then even after the lava is gone, the monkey keeps peeing on them. And they're like, you don't have to keep peeing on us. The kids like that trailer. I believe that <laughs> that was the hardest the audience laughed of any of the trailers. And possibly more so than anything in the movie that followed. <laughs> yes, definitely. The, the entire time in the theater, that was the biggest laugh. Oh, Doug, you also I, got that I think trailer so. too? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Doug, I'm pretty I thought, sure, got every trailer. <laughs> I, yeah, it took forever. Teddy Roosevelt looked very malnourished. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you, you see stuff like what Christian Bale did for his role in The Machinist, you know, versus what he did in Batman, you know, the the wild changes in uh, weight. Yeah. And I think in light of that, Robin Williams is just phoning it in. <laughs> he, he should have studied for the role at Krispy Kreme. I was going to say, it wasn't... Teddy Roosevelt was never, like, emaciated, was he? He's kind no. of a big guy. He was a big dude. I mean, he was healthy, for sure. I, yeah. I guess I don't know how big he was. He wasn't half but... size, but oh, you know, no. he was he was definitely a larger dude. He was a little hefty. Yeah, see, for me, I just figure he's just healthy. Pretty sure all that, I, I feel like all that bulk is muscle, because yeah. it's Teddy Roosevelt. I bet, especially early on, I bet it was a lot of muscle, and then maybe as he aged... A little bit less, but I don't think he ever looked like bad or unhealthy, like you're saying. Well, yeah. what did you think of how Robin Williams as Teddy Roosevelt looked? I was too busy watching the monkey pee. I <laughs> <laughs> I remember that he was in it, and there was a lot of people in it. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna get a, have to give it a thumbs down just on the basis of uh, did we really need a third one? Yeah, same here. Ticket, thumbs straight ticket down. Ticket sales say yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same philosophy that brought us a fourth Transformers movie, which I, I haven't seen any of them, but my understanding is that the quality just goes down and down each time. Didn't this one make the most money out of all of them? That's called inflation. <laughs> uh, that might also be called international markets. Yes. Because yes. apparently this one pandered a good amount to the Chinese audience, is my understanding. Yeah, but they, also, they also, you know, they separate worldwide and domestic box office receipts. So you have to actually see which one, which number you're referring to. See, I thought it made more money because there was no Shia LaBeouf. That's true. Possible. So you're saying well, that if we'd had Marky Mark plus, in plus Indiana Jones 4 instead? Oh, that would have been way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your long-lost brother. Or nephew or something. Half-brother. <laughs> Half-brother, sure. Wait, can I be half-brother? Doesn't his mom die pretty early? I guess his dad keeps ticking for a while. Yeah, his dad's around. Yeah, okay. We'll do an unofficial sequel with Marky Mark as his half-brother. <laughs> and I believe there was one more trailer that I watched, which was uh, something like there's this little girl, and she meets Electro, and her hair gets really like static frizzy as a result. And then there's some politics. I've seen that. I've seen that trailer, although not in front of this movie. You're probably. Are you talking about the same trailer? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you're talking about the same Aren't trailer we? as I have. I'm pretty left. sure. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. Did you not see Amazing Spider-Man two? Are, are we now talking about Amy? 
<laughs> Am I pronouncing that right? No, I thought that one. I thought it was a cute trailer, but I'm not sure I would enjoy it necessarily. But it seemed amusing. It seemed to take enough license with the material that it could be decent. I've actually seen two trailers for that movie. And the first one was doing, I think it was a Hard Knock Life. Yes, that's the one I saw. Yep. Where, but where it was super, no, maybe, no, no, sorry, it was Tomorrow, where the voice was obviously auto-tuned. Yeah. Huh. And was like, what? Really? Like, either that's a deliberate choice, in which case, why? Or she's so off-key that it's noticeable, in which case, seen it again. Either way. Either way. It, nope, one take. It was it was off-putting, and it was also not in the second trailer I saw. Maybe they fixed it. I don't know. Yeah, the the one I saw was the the Hard Knock Life one, which was that version we'd all heard before at some point. Yeah, and Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go thumb sideways on it. Although I will note, uh, does anyone else think that Cameron Diaz is looking just very old, like she hasn't oh, aged yes. well? Yeah, yes. she is. Between that and sex tape, I was thinking the same thing. Okay. So, thumb sideways. I'm intrigued to see Cameron Diaz as Miss Hannigan, because I thought that was one of the most awesome roles. Um, I also acted in the play, Annie, so it's hard for me to see <laughs> what... Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I think Adam so, needs to tell the story so, about when I wait, saw the trailer. So, when we saw the trailer... I made some derogatory comment about You're gonna how, have to say what it about is. how uh, about the auto tune, and Brianne said something like, "Hey, I was in Annie," and I believe I said something to the effect of, "Who hasn't been?" <laughs> and then I hit him. In the <laughs> oh. Anyway, that that show is very dear to my heart, so I have a hard time knowing that the person singing is not actually singing it all herself. And so I'm going to go thumb 45 degrees down. I'm not particularly familiar with the musical. Actually, I don't know what the storyline is. Is that the storyline? Because if they hadn't been playing that music, I'm not sure I would have known what the movie was. I assume it's Little Orphan Annie gets adopted by Daddy Warbucks and then they fight the Nazis. <laughs> right, but this and, this trailer oh, oh, was oh, and, the kid uh, almost gets hit by a car, and, 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 the, and the New Deal sucks. Well, in the play, there is a song about the New Deal. In the musical, there is a song about the New Deal, really? and Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yes, but appar- oh. so apparently, the original cartoonist for Little Orphan Annie was like extremely right wing and hated FDR and the New Deal so much that when Roosevelt was re-elected for his fourth term, Daddy Warbucks was literally killed by it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He said something like, he gave up the ghost, like he dies because he dies with America because America was also dead. <laughs> Lest anyone think that uh, partisan rhetoric is a new thing. But Bran, you, you should tell me, is this an accurate description of Annie. Okay. As a girl almost gets hit by a car, and then a rich guy saves her from getting hit by the car and decides to keep her around because he's a politician and it looks good to have her there? Uh, no. 
Okay, that's what the trailer was. I know. The <laughs> actual story of Annie is the little orphan girl is in an obviously in an orphanage. What? I know. Um this big rich guy feels it's necessary to bring in this to bring in some sort of a family environment to his image. And so he sends his assistant out to an orphanage to go rent an orphan for the day. So you're saying the only difference is that Annie doesn't get hit by a car in the original. Right. It's his assistant comes and finds him, but then they, Daddy Warbucks gets all heartfelt and wants to find her real parents, which then a scam ensues where Miss Hannigan's brother and girlfriend imitate... Allison Hannigan? No, not Allison Hannigan. <laughs> um, imitate her parents and try to get all of the reward money, and, and then Daddy Warbucks ends up adopting her. At, at what point does Spider-Man come in and rescue her? Oh, I think that was in the remake in the musical. That's probably oh. the Spider-Man musical that flopped. Mm-hmm. Turn on the dark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought it was turn off the dark. I have no idea. I can never yeah, it's, remember. It's turn off the dark. I'm sure people were saying turn on the lights because it's horrible. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure you're not the first person to make that mm-hmm. joke. No, no, no. It wasn't Spider-Man. It was the It was the guy that Spider-Man fought in the new movie. Right. So I assume that Spider-Man has to come in and save them from him. You actually, you get in the theaters and it turns out that like 60 minutes of the like 90 minute or so runtime just ends up being Spider-Man punching dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that used up all of our trailers. I think that was the last one for all of us, wasn't it? We have no, one we, more. We still got one. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, did so, we rate? Did we rate? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't rate any. Uh, thumbs 45 degrees down for auto-tuning. I and say, same for me. I say 45 up. I heard no auto-tuning in my preview. I don't remember. Did I give a rating or not? I thought I did. Do it again. Oh. Um, we'll just cut the second one if necessary. Or the first one. Okay. And we'll cut this discussion. Okay. No, we won't. We never cut things we say we're going to cut. Actually, after this is edited, I'm sure all that will be there is just Doug twice in a row doing a review. Which will end up being different. I'll cut everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a different review each time, too. Um, or at least two versions of the podcast. I give it a tentative thumbs up. Would be like Clue. <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, with Electro in the movie, did, we might just see Spider-Man. So, did you say you know, ten, ten thumbs up? <laughs> no, tentative thumbs oh. up. So, last preview. Uh, so, yeah, the last trailer we saw was for a movie that's actually coming out in two weeks. So, can you guess? can you guess what that movie is? Wait, I might have also seen that trailer. I'm not sure. No, I can't guess. No idea. Charlie? No. no. It's The Expendables 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely did not see that trailer. Which you can watch online right now for free. Yeah, we we had that conversation with uh, (laughs) Ross, who we went and saw with. Yeah, so that movie exists. (laughs) And it basically looks like the... uh, like your standard fun action movie. So I'm giving that a thumbs up. I'm going to say thumbs up because I'm really excited to see all of those actors just beating the crap out of a whole bunch of people. So thumbs up. I think it'll be fun. I think thumbs sideways because I don't know what to think of it because believe it or not, I have not seen any of them. Same here. I'm going to go with the exact same as what Charlie said. So you're indifferent towards seeing the third movie in a series you haven't seen the first two of? Yes. That shocks yes. me. Oh, oh, <laughs> hold on. There was another movie that I saw a trailer for that I forgot to mention. All right, bonus round. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobbit. Oh, you got a Hobbit trailer? Oh. Yeah, I got, uh, what is it, Battle of the Five Armies? Yes. 
Yeah, I got the trailer for that. Was it hoverific? Uh, <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> he has to think about that one. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so I'll just go with, uh, we'll give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed the other two. This looks to be probably more of the same. So, Did you actually enjoy the other two? Well, why wouldn't I? I don't know. Like The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, I enjoyed the other two movies, but not to the same extent of like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I would kind of feel the same way. Part of me kind of hopes that there's a fan edit that's just like the books, or maybe the books and the appendices, but that cuts out the stupid stuff with the orc who hates Thorin. Is that the tr- the dwarf's name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually a great idea. I think that would work as a movie, cutting out like two thirds of it. Right. I know. And then you'd have like, you'd either have like two two-hour movies or, like, one three-hour movie or something like that. Or you could do Kara's idea, which was actually great, which is... Watch Star Wars? That... <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. But, <laughs> no, that the third movie should just be like the book where Bilbo starts to go into battle and just gets hit on the head and then wakes up after it's all done. Wait, that isn't... <laughs> I got the impression from the trailer that that is, to a good extent, what goes on. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's not... It sounded like from the narration that he's relating the story of what happened from other people's accounts hmm. to a great extent. So I didn't but, actually, I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know for sure. But I assume we see what happens, whether it's a flashback or not. Okay, yeah. I doubt it's just 30 <laughs> minutes of a, like, my dinner with Andre style conversation about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, in comparison to the other Lord of the Rings movies, you have to remember that those were kind of ruined for me because uh, when I had my wisdom teeth out, so I'm just, you know, drugged up on Vicodin, in and out of consciousness, in a fair amount of pain. And my dad, for whatever reason, decided that he was going to watch the extended edition of, I think, maybe Two Towers and then watch the commentary and then watch, like, the other three commentaries. So I got about 12, 15 hours of that, and it kind of ruined it for me forever. You know you're allowed to leave the room when he watches TV, right? No, I'm telling you, I was drugged up and in pain, and basically I didn't have the option of leaving the room because it was all I could do to just kind of lay there on the recliner being like, ah, and occasionally eating some Jello. You couldn't eat. You couldn't lay in bed. Well, he cranks up the volume so high that no, yeah, I, guess I, I would true. have gotten the same experience just without the video. Oh, so rating of this one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Rate the Hobbit three. Hobbit harderest. <laughs> oh, and then wasn't the the background song for the trailer from one of the Lord of the Rings movies, like the song that Pippin sings? I think so. Yeah. From From Return of the King, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. The Misty Mountain. Oh well. Oh well, that makes sense, right? Isn't that a Misty Mountain song that he sings in Return of the King? Oh, it might be. Like I think it's actually related. I don't think it's just random chance. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to remind you of this other movie, which was made, <laughs> you know, a decade ago. They did remember do this... that. They said from the director of Lord of the Rings. I remember didn't these they? movies that you liked? Here are ones that are similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's always like from the studio that brought you X movie. I'm like, from the studio? Who cares? Yeah, well, here I gave something a good rating because the same studio is Paranorman and Coraline. So, but that, yeah. no, 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 no. Big Hero that's... 6, they said from the people who brought you what? Wreck It Ralph and but something else. See, when I say studio, I mean like product, like company that puts their name on it, like Paramount. Or oh, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> not like not necessarily the actual production studio. Just like from the company that brought you Indiana Jones, it's like, what? No. From uh-uh. the company that brought you Casablanca. <laughs> right. <laughs> from the company that brought you Birth of a Nation comes a bold <laughs> new chapter in racial relations. Bad Boys Three. <laughs> Apparently that's a real movie. Coming Wait, out. what? They're making a Bad Boys Three? Is it still going to be Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? Uh, allegedly, yeah. I think I'm going to have to go see that. Does Martin Lawrence have the energy for that still? <laughs> I, hope Martin, I hope Martin Lawrence says, I'm getting too old for this <laughs> <laughs> How old is he right now? Martin Lawrence? Yeah. Let's see. He was probably in his late 20s, early 30s when he did Martin in the early 90s, 20 years ago. So that puts him in 50s to 60s. Oh, my goodness. Because I can't actually do math. Yeah, I was just going to say, wouldn't that be 40s to 50s? Did I do that right? 40s to 50s. No, 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 20 20 years. Yeah, 40s to 50s. Okay, so he could still have some spirit left. This is why I teach math to uh, incoming incoming, uh, freshmen. College. (laughs) Want to be freshmen. Well, you gave a range. You said 50s to 60s, so it encompassed the actual truth. Unless he's in his 40s. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you are Partial credit. I'm going to give you 50%. We'll give him a thumb sideways on that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i'll give the new hobbit movie a sideways thumb and bad boys 3 45 degrees up <laughs> based on adam's description <laughs> you'd rather see bad boys 3 than hobbit 3 huh well wow. probably see them both at the same time it's <laughs> like one on each screen <laughs> you'll buy an is- oculus rift and just split the feed just do picture in picture that's what i was thinking <laughs> Well, that's it for this special preview edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Oh, my God. My, <laughs> my name's Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. I was a special guest, Doug Gobeski. And I'm Brianne Gobeski. So this episode was like the trailer to the next episode. And once we talked about trailers. Yeah, exactly. you're going to need to cut down most of this one. Oh, uh, I think this will this will probably end up being a 40-minute podcast. <laughs> Oh this my is, goodness. This is what we're going to have to do tomorrow, isn't it? We're going to have to split this into two, and we're both going to have to edit all day <laughs> yep. to get this out so that people are actually interested in what we're talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, and well, the nice thing about this one is it contained no spoilers, so you can listen to this one whether or not you've seen the movie. That's true. We mentioned uh, at the end of the podcast. I, mean, <laughs> I, I'm I imagine that the okay. other one will be just nonstop spoilers. I'm, I'm oh, perfectly yeah, it has okay to be. with After After Dark being episode 51, to be honest, at this point. Okay. <laughs> later. All right, later, guys. Make sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallacereport.com. You can also check out our Facebook page, the Gobeski Wallace Report. Oh, right. And we're also now we're on Twitter. And you can follow us at GW Report. So, see you then. Later.
Okay. So now let's take five minutes and then come back and talk Guardians. Yes. Okay. Sound good? I All have right, to turn so on the light because the sun I'll has use, gone down. I'll use the restroom <laughs> and open a window. Yeah, so. <laughs> Everybody take five. Smoke if you got them. Well, I do not. Ugh.